I want you to put your hands together. There goes the neighborhood. And welcome to the stage. Big round of applause. There goes the neighborhood. All right, and welcome back to the Smokescreen Podcast. I am your host, Joe Exotic. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm your co-host, Hired Baskins. <laughs> okay, obviously we're talking about, we have to. We have to interrupt the Game of Thrones rewrite to talk about Tiger World, Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger World. Tiger Rescue. There's so many things and so many names. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. It is. I think it's absolutely... The cra- we we mentioned the other night, this had to take over Netflix for um, the top thing ever, and it will probably for making a murderer. Yeah, I think for it, the most talked about water cooler type of thing. I bl- I believe it will. Yep. So <laughs> oh, I don't even I don't even know to start. I mean, because everybody's had to see this, but we had to give our take. I finally watched it and caught up. You had already seen it. Yes. We watched like three episodes the other night when we were going to record. I watched the rest the next night. Jesus, man. It's a train wreck. You cannot <laughs> it, look away. You can't. It's like even when you're, you're getting into like episode five and six going, what the hell am I watching? But you cannot stop. <laughs> you don't know what the hell is going on. Um, I mean, you're like, it's like you, you don't even know what you're like wanting to see. And it's, it's just. <laughs> I don't know how like Twitter is because you're on Twitter, but. Oh, it's. Uh, I know trending. Facebook is. Yeah, it's it, every. Yes. Other person, uh, you know, free free Joe Exotic is a trend trending. His name is trending. The hashtags, everything. It's ninety four percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It so, is it? Yeah. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes even. So yeah. the audience score is probably what a hundred. No, that's the one. That's oh, that the is the audience. Score. Yeah, okay. that's really good. I wonder what the critic score. What's this, what's the critic Let's score? See. By the way, we have a Dustin over here as the producer today. Welcome, Dustin. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, that would be cool to know if uh, if if there's uh, the critics what they think about it because. I mean, this is the strangest fucking thing. Oh, no, here we go. There it is. 93 and 91, so very close. Yeah. So 93 tomato score, 91 audience. I can't believe, why would 91 be an audience? I don't know. Because it's based off an- animal cruelty, I suppose, or something, maybe? Maybe. I, I mean, so at that. its core, that's what it's about. But, but yeah, pretty much everybody enjoys this thing. Yeah, that, Or yes. they can't look away. And, and the thing is, is you got such a cast of characters, and, I, and I've told you earlier there's like two or three people that are actually probably good people in this I, whole show. I everybody so else too. is a fucking, I mean, everybody's done some criminal things, but I mean, like bad people. Right. right. For the most part. Yeah. But you still want to know, but there's levels or something because like you kind of pull for Joe exotic. You do. You do. And how do we want to lay this out? Do you think? That's what I was um, thinking. Cause I think everybody has watched this. If you hadn't, I would please. Say so. Watch it. It doesn't matter what, you know, it doesn't matter about uh, anything, political affiliation or anything. It's not any of that. It does, you know, because there is an underlying theme of animal cruelty in the whole time. That's what it's about. Right. But you just have to see this. It's insane. And it kind of shows you a dark side of, you know, greed in, in America specifically. On so many levels. Uh, the, the You know, these black markets and what happens at these fucking zoos. Now, I remember, you know, we talked about this a long time ago. Being a kid, you go to the zoo and you're all excited. You don't think about this shit as a kid. It's just cool to see a tiger or an elephant, you know, going through hoops or whatever in the hell it is. Yes, yeah, a, a circus. Yeah, yeah, the circus and zoos. And then you're like, you find out later on, like, they are horrible to these mm-hmm. animals. Yeah. And, well, you know, the, the, the real horrible thing is the tight, closed quarters, you know, 
because uh, the big cats need to roam. Yes. Uh, but I think it was said that was it 400 square acres is the natural ground, like area of a, of a tiger, right. a single tiger. Something like that. Something yeah. like so that. It's giant. I just, and, and my thing is, again, this kind of goes with, um, you know, what animals people eat. And you see that that uh, diagram and it has all the animals that we eat. And it's like, where do you draw the line? And it right. has, you know, dog, cat, blah, blah, blah. Yes. That's kind of the way this is like, you know, people buy puppies and people buy, you know, kittens. But when you dealing with the endangered species, you know, it's, you can see right. how it's gray area, but you can see how some people would be for it. Some people be against it. And, if they would treat them better and give them a better habitat. Right. Yeah. And the, okay. So I guess that's where I'll start at least, and then we can go through whatever. But as far as the animal stuff, because I mean, that's the, the core here. That's what needs to be taken away from it as far as the animal cruelty thing. But for me, I don't dig zoos and circuses and shit. And I told you earlier, if there's going to be some kind of sanctuary, or whatever, that's fine. If it's a big, like, you know, area where you have to drive through to see these things, I have no problem with it, you know, but these small little cages that they pretend are big. Cause we'll get into that. Like Carol fucking Baskins <laughs> in her, goddamn, <laughs> her cages where she's supposedly doing something better than everybody else. Right. They're still small, tiny things for these animals. And I get that they can't be released to the wild. They, they'll die, you know, born in captivity. Right. I get that. But if you had a big reserve somewhere, like, if you could, if you were an animal rescue person like she claims to be, and you were taking these cats from people who do breed them and exploit them or whatever, and you're putting them on some big reserve, fine. But you're not. You're putting them right back in one cage, like you said, to another cage. That's all they're doing. And calling yourself the hero. Yeah. And then you have people that buy into it when they're literally charging money. Now, again, I know she's a 50C3 nonprofit. Bullshit. Right. Bullshit. Right. <laughs> this one, we'll get into more so, of her, but basically, um, uh, not too long ago in our lifetime, there weren't really laws and stuff that no. evidently people could just buy a tiger and have it in their house. Yes. The, the problem is they go from being cute and cuddly to man eaters, Ex ability exactly. to eat yep. a man and, or, or not be able to afford to feed them right. really fast. About and five it, months is about time you have a, a cub, I think. And like it doesn't that. get talked about like the big snakes do. You hear about right. that all the time. Oh, yep. they got they got so big they had to turn them loose. Well, you yes. can't just turn a tiger loose. No. They're not going to go hide under a rock. No, so you, <laughs> you know you sell it or you you know people. And I, I think that's we were talking about that like how this stuff started. And I think people like Joe Exotic and others like him. I think they do start. And, and, you know, in a way where they actually care about the animals. Absolutely. I do believe so, that. So, but then it gets into, okay, well, to help them, I need to do this. And then you start saying, well, hey, do you, will you sell me one? for? I'll give you $5,000. Yes. And then it becomes, oh, and really? And you think, I could take this five grand and do what I want to do here right. and make the habitat bigger. And I could get exactly. veterinary care for the, these. And then I think it just attracts this black market type of personality that's involved in kind of just shady shit. Yeah. It involves shady people. Everybody, I have a list here, just to show you this list. We have a cast of characters that we'll probably mention, and we all have nicknames too, by the way. But every person on here is a fucking shady character, except like two or three, yeah. maybe. And, I, and again, we're going by 
a documentary that was edited. I understand that, just to be clear. But from what they presented, <laughs> these people are all trash. And, and I want to I say this, too. It's you just, know, the, everybody's into different things, right? Yes. But <laughs> people who are into something like that, like big cats, are weird by nature. But yes. I've always, my whole life, I grew up around, like, my friend's family, they were horse people. Yes. And I is. thought they were fucking, I think horse <laughs> people are kind of weird. I do too. You I know? agree. I agree. And we live in a place, by the way, in the South where you still see horses going up the yes. road. Yes. I mean, and, his and, family would put holsters on and cowboy hats and they'd yes. go riding through town. Yes. And I'd be like, I, I saw, this is like TV I saw uh, somebody the other shit. day, a couple people riding down the road on horses. I mean, I, that's it's fine. It's awesome. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful and everything. Yes. But the people themselves, there's just something, there's something weird. About, I agree. About. I totally agree. So, so yeah, you, you know, and now you get the big cat people and they don't look like cowboys. Now I have a vision in my head of what cat people look like. Exactly. You know, uh, of course. And, and, and I told you the first thing, when I first turned this on, we watched the first episode together. I was like, this dude's North Carolina, ain't he? I, I just knew it. I just knew that he was going to be from North Carolina because every time they portray somebody from this state, it's fucking Joe Exotic. I agree. Every time. I think that's what people picture in their head. I, they do. Well, they absolutely do. I mean, I've been told that myself, you know, before they even seen me, you know, just hearing my voice, I guess. But um, we have a cast of characters here. I guess, I guess kind of go through the... Just the main things, and we'll see where it goes. Obviously, Joe's the big one. Joe is the the, the center. You know, it's based around him, obviously. Me, and go no. Go if ahead. you don't mind, I'll just start y with yes, Joe. Go for I, it. From what we learned from the show, Joe, um, he's he's a gay guy, and um, a redneck, gun-toting gay dude. This yeah. is where it's so weird because and it don't seem to match up. He, you know, yeah. He tells a story because Joe's older. You yeah. know, he, he's he's um in his fifties. And right. so he's from a time when homosexuality was frowned on even by your own parents. Yes. And so he tells a sad story about his dad saying made him shake his hand and say he won't show oh, his yeah. funeral. Wouldn't even go to his funeral. Right, right. So Joe gets all depressed. I mean, now his dad doesn't love him and he drives his car off of a bridge and he breaks his back and he gets his right. legs are still messed up to this day. But where he was rehabbing, the guy had big cats. And right. he would let Joe, when he was bed-bound and everything, these cats kind of were like a service dog kind of. I think it had the same yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. appeal yes. to Joe. Uh, they Definitely him along. anxiety relievers yeah. and all that kind of and stuff. And depression reliever depression, yeah. and everything. Yep. So I think he truly fell in love with them in the beginning because he's this outcast he feels like. Yes. And, you know, he's with these big cats and they're they're helping him along. And so I do believe Joe started off innocent enough and and truly loved him. And then he got back on his feet and yes. said, I'm a hell, I'm gonna open my own tiger place. Exactly. And then I you know, I'll let you go from there. <laughs> yes, I mean that's what I was saying. I think they start with like real intentions, you know, pure intentions for you know, for him in any way, because what got me about that specifically was the the end episode seven when he says, you know, he let his two um, uh, chimpanzees go finally together in some big habitat somewhere, and they were hugging on each other because he kept them in separate cages yeah, beside each other. I know, and he admitted that. And he said, "Did I take away that uh, from them from ten years? I believe I did." You know, yep. 
And then you saw the early footage at the very end. You know, you saw the early footage of, you know, these cats belong in Africa and South America, et cetera, not in some cage. And so it shows you that at the beginning, before money took over and greed and all these shady deals about, you know, breeding and all this kind right. of stuff, that he actually gave and competition. a shit. There's so, a lot of competition between these cat yeah, people, there's, too. It's, it's a really weird black market drama competition, yeah. almost. And I will say, just from the, again, from watching this documentary, that out of these handful of people that they dealt with, Joe is the coolest to me. I agree. I mean, I'm just saying, he did some I horrible things. Freaking agree. And I think he should serve time for the things somebody yeah. did, but not the murder thing. The right. set up, you know, hitman for hire bullshit. Right. Because to me, they blatantly, they blatantly said it on the documentary, I mean, right there in interviews, and this fucking uh, Jeff Lowe guy, this dude is the... He's the biggest dick in the thing to me. I feel the same way. I, I mean, there's some, there's some real bad characters. There's a lot of competition there's for that. There's a lot of competition yeah. for that title. Yeah. But, dude, he needs to be, and I'm sure he, there, I, I have a, a, I don't know, but I have a feeling that with this documentary and renewed interest and all that stuff, there will be some new stuff coming. I just yes. have no doubt about it. No doubt about it. The other big player, obviously, is kind of the where this all is set up around is, you know, Joe versus... Carol fucking Baskin. Carol Baskin. You can't say that, right? I mean, this is, and I have her on my, I have I have nicknames here, uh, everybody. Just to, <laughs> I have Joe Exotic. We have Jeff Lowe. We're going to call him Las Vegas. Um, Carol looks like Hillary Clinton to me. She does. She looks just like her. Dude, she speaks just like her. I mean. She, she has that look. <laughs> that look. And that smile. It is. The it same. is Hillary. But she, okay, the big thing, obviously the big controversy, let's just go straight into that. Might as well. Is that you know her? She runs this big cat rescue to this day. Yeah, yeah. And the idea is that you know she was saving all these cats from these other you know black market dealers and zoo owners, roadside zoo owners. Yep. And of course, the hypocrisy in that is she's taking them, claims she's saving them, and putting them right back in another cage, and charging people to come through and see the animals. Yeah, she's now her it big cat rescue. Exactly, that's the company. So name. is. Is she rescuing them? I mean, you're taking them. You're saying you're taking them from people who are exploiting them. Exactly. She doesn't even. I mean, she hates the breeding. Yes. And, and selling of of cubs. But she did all that herself for years. Right. We find that out that 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 she was doing that with her late husband. But she also hates like taking pictures with the cubs. Yes. Now now. That's expo you can exploitation. Come to her place and take pictures, just not with them. Right. But you can take all the pictures you want and everything. See, so that's where I, for me, that doesn't. I see the appeal. I see why people want to sit next to a tiger and get their picture taken, and I don't know, learn about them. Everything you learn better hands on. And yes. You can get more interested in it if you can touch it, and if you could say you touched a tiger, I never have. Right. I mean, Lord, kids at school, you know, you'd be the most popular kid in second grade if you bust in there saying you touched a yeah, tiger. Yeah, and you got a picture to prove it. Yeah. And her, but her point was, I guess, that you don't pass the tiger cubs around to people. They don't like it, and you have to rip them away from their mama. And I get all that. That is true. Mm -hmm. But the point is, if they're already in captivity, you're not doing anything different. You just don't take them out of the cage. That's right. That's all. That's it, man. And yes, he wanted to make money. That's how he made money was, you know, get your picture taken with a baby tiger. Yeah. And then And he's doing he's going along and minding his business. Pretty much. And then she gets in him and her crosshairs. And yes. that's how 
these two become the major players in this. And whole so thing. this is like, and they, and you know, they kind of set up to where Joe's kind of the good guy and she's the bad guy. So I, I'm trying to be open minded about the other things and looking outside of the documentary. But mm-hmm. they showed pretty much everything. She came out apparently and hated this documentary, of course, because right. she got exposed in the documentary, and she said something to the effect, "Well, we were on the understanding this was about the cats and blah blah blah, but it became." Basically, a shit show about you know people to draw more viewers. Look, lady, <laughs> I was about to say something worse. <laughs> you are doing the same shit in a different way and calling it a rescue. Yeah, and I'm putting air quotes there for people listening on other platforms. And you're you're not doing anything different. And you're, you're literally said in the thing we just put them in. We give them good homes till they die. Until they die. So that's like in the first 30 minutes of the thing you're when like Joe has scratching your exactly because Joe has the baby ones. And then when they age out where they can't be passed around anymore, they just go in another cage to be seen by people walking by in the zoo. That's right. So I think it's all wrong. I'm not saying anything's right about it. I'm saying they're the same thing. It is. That's all it is. There's no reason to transport them, you know, hundreds of maybe thousand miles to put them in the same kind of environment. I don't it, 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 understand exactly. it. And like I said, if she was taking them and using PETA and trying to pass these laws and lobbying Congress and all this shit to take them to these big reserves where they can be taken care of, where they live naturally, but they still have to be fed, obviously. Yeah. Fine. I'm on your side, but you're not doing that. And it sounds all. like I, that, like <laughs> she just wants to be the only show in town. It does. Because and she's making social millions. Media. You can go online and see, by the way, her 501c3, you know, she she's not for profit. Yeah. <laughs> I keep air quoting. Yeah. Uh, you can see all the money she makes, but it also doesn't include her social media, YouTube, Facebook. She makes tens of thousands a month off of Facebook alone, being a certified page that has ads and all that stuff. So she's just like a YouTube for Facebook. Right. She's making buku fucking money. Yes, she is. All right. So obviously the biggest thing, though, with... Carol fucking Baskin. Obviously, I don't like her. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that up front. I don't think many people do. I don't know how anybody could. Yeah, I don't think you could. Um, Is, you know, the uh, uh, alleged murder of her husband. Her husband, um, Beta, is it? That's Howard. Howard. Howard Baskin. Howard is Beta. That's his nickname. This is that they're run the cat thing together now. But yes, Don Lewis was the the husband who went missing, and it's still a cold case to this day. Right. In 1997, I believe it was. So, uh, you know, here's the thing. She filed, or he filed, before he disappeared, vanished in the thin air in the Bermuda Triangle, apparently. Uh, I mean, that's literally seems the way it happened. Yes. Because they didn't really get, I wish they would have went to more into like, was there a plane missing and things like that? Because they didn't. I don't yeah. think there was, obviously. But he had filed a restraining order. Right. And that was the big part of, you know, evidence against her uh, saying that, you know, she threatened to kill me and all this stuff. She does have access to firearms. Yes, we lived together. They were married. Uh, And it shows all that documentation and they denied it. Yeah. Now, Howard was old enough to be her dad. All right. So obviously the big thing about Carol fucking Baskins. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't I don't think anybody likes her. Um, No. You, you can't. You, I mean, you just can't. <laughs> so is the the murder, of, or I'm sorry, alleged murder of her ex-husband, Don Lewis. I got it right this time. Yeah, Don Lewis. We have so many names. There's so many names. They're all similar, and we have nicknames, so I'm, I'm, I apologize if I miss, you know, mistake some names. So obviously the big thing is is that she was accused of that by, by Joe throughout the whole thing. He made these videos making fun of her. Yeah. 
I'll, the music video, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was hilarious. Dude. Feeding meat to the tigers with a stand-in that we thought was actually her. It looks just like it her It was to so close. I mean, I guess maybe he did get Hillary to stand in because it looked just like her. <laughs> and the so, yeah, he, he just disappears off the face of the earth. It just vanishes. Uh, and, you know, like I said, they didn't mention, you know, enough to me, like, was there an airplane missing or not? They were all, like, speculating. Well, did he crash? Well, was there an airplane missing from the airport or not? Yeah, it's weird. So anyway, the point is that he had filed a restraining order. That's the big thing, right, against her is uh, filed a restraining order. She's going. She's threatened to kill me, blah, 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 and uh, they denied it. The cops denied it, but saying there was no real credible threat. Right. Well, um, and then all the this- – First off, though, I just got to say, <clears throat> here's the thing. He's old enough to be her dad. Mm. When they met – Yes, this was They odd. were both married. He – is a womanizer. He's a million, multi-millionaire yes. who is a womanizer. Yes. And he's out riding around and sees this chick walking down the street, which happens to be Carol, who supposedly was in an argument with her husband, threw a potato at him. And walked out of the and house. And walked out of the house. Now, she's walking down the street. Trying to cool off, evidently. I, I guess. <laughs> and this dude, this old man to her, right. rides up in his pickup truck and is like... And circled the block Hey, three honey, times. you working? No. Exactly. Basically, <laughs> yeah, that's I, exactly I, I what happened. I guarantee that's, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Is and it, exactly. she told him to get lost. He comes back around three times or whatever she says, and he finally says, look, I just need somebody to talk to. Will you get in the truck? Here's my gun. You can hold it on me. Yes. And... And she just, well, okay, I got in the truck and picked up his gun and held it on him. Yes. While they what rode kind of around. What fucking and, story is that? And he now, confessed about being lonely. Yeah, so if that's even part, I don't even know if that's true. That's her story of how they met. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, that's just fucking odd. And let me say this. All right, let me just say this. I'm sorry. Get out of the way. When you're a kid and your best friends are two Invisible cats. Yeah, imaginary cats. Imaginary cats. White cats, by the way. Yeah, I know, man. There's something wrong. Right off the fucking bat. There's something wrong with this lady. Yeah, that's what she said. When she was a kid, her best friends were two imaginary white cats. Now, if you wanted to come across this same, would you get on a documentary going on Netflix and say, when I was a kid, my best friends were two imaginary white cats? I know. How does that make you... You are already... Is that supposed to make me go, she's a real cat lover? Uh, ex- I don't know what it's supposed no, to No, it do. makes me think, you are a little crazy. Everybody makes fun of the person with imaginary friends. Everybody. Now you say they're imaginary cats? That are white. I mean, like specific colors and shit. And they probably had names, I guess. And, I mean, I don't know. Dolly and Miles, I don't know what their names were, but they have probably had names. And so this cr- cr- star-crossed love affair starts <laughs> with crazy Because they go to lady. a hotel room. Yeah, after and he the, just happens to be a big cat collector of like, uh, not not necessarily tigers, but what were they? Bobcats. I think bobcats at first, and, and maybe some jaguars and lynx or something. Yeah, so, yeah. But was, but how? No, it's like fate. I mean, yeah, you exactly. know, here's this. Oh, man. you you got money and big cats. Yes. And so they that very night they go to a hotel room and of course they bang right obviously you know and then both they married. continue banging for what two years four, four years four years four years that she was still married and he was still married. he was still married and eventually they left their other you know significant others or whatever and they got married and started this big cat rescue yeah and well look i said that wrong they didn't start big cat rescue they were selling yeah and breeding Cats, because they 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 thought that when they bought them from somebody, some dealer, they were saving them from death. But then they ended up selling and breeding them 
just like everybody else. Right. For years. And, and they actually said crossbreeding at one time. Crossbreeding. And the, yeah, that's so so that's 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 right. When she's telling the story, we're saving them for fur farms. Yes. And we bought all the supply in the whole United States, shut down the fur business basically. There was no more bobcats and lynx being used on fur farms. And, exactly. And then so um but you have, you know, she never mentions that they bred them and sold pups and everything, tiger cubs and everything, right. or cubs. There, there's some other dude who comes in, in a, on a motorcycle and he's got a VHS tape. <laughs> yes. There's so many other people. <laughs> it, it, so we don't have, I don't have his name right here. But yes, he brought out the old VHS tape. Y'all can get a kick out of this. I mean, everybody's a redneck. I'm sorry. Everybody. I'm just going to do a voice for everybody. But he pulls out this fucking tape, and it's sure enough, it's right there on camp, right there. And it's her. And and then she acts like on this documentary that she didn't get any time to rebut any of this stuff. Right. Every time that his family, the husbands that gone went missing, you know, ex wife of his or and, and his two, and daughters. two daughters, yeah, they were on here saying this and this about her, and then they would cl- cut right over to her. And she would say, no, that's all based off lies and right. bullshit, whatever. I feel like she got to rebut every single fact. But here's the thing. Okay, so I watched a or video. accusation, sorry. Yeah, the fact. yeah. I, I watched a thing last night after it was over. I, I could finally watch these, some other videos and read some articles. This was not in the documentary, so we have some new evidence, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. New evidence. Um, let, let me actually, to be fair, I watched this um, on a video. And I just to shout out the video, and I'll, I'll put the link in the description on YouTube. But this was not the only time that uh, she filed or she had another lover or whatever in between um, oh, Don. Yeah, well, let's like lay that out about Don really good before you even introduce the second guy because you just barely, you kind of glazed yeah, over Yeah, well, it. I, so he I guess goes I was to just going to... the gonna... police department. Yeah, okay, go ahead then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes to the police department and says... Hey, I need a restraining order on my wife. On his own wife. She, he said, I am in fear of my life. She has threatened to kill me on multiple occasions. She has hid my gun, and she has a gun. Yes. And they said, no. No, not a credible She can threat. say whatever she wants to say. The, yeah. And um, it's like, so, well, threats are not free speech. Yeah, we were left thinking... Well, that's bad enough. And then Chris found this video. Yes. Yeah, so this was a, a video, and just to, to shout out them because uh, I didn't get, I didn't find this on my own. Uh, Tribe TV Network has a good video. I'll link it down. It's like a "Where Are They Now" type of thing, following up on this as well. And uh, it show she shows in this video this other. There was another relationship they did not mention on this Mm-mm. this Netflix series. And I just want to throw this in here because it it, it seems to matter. It seems like they would have brought that up. It does. Uh, and you can see this is public record and everything that there was another guy. Um, I believe it was, uh, I want to say, I, I don't remember. Jay. 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 So the, it was a serious enough relationship to where they lived together for some time. So this was while between those two, right. between Don and Beta. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> sorry. And, she, and Don was pretty alpha. Yeah. Yes. So it, it would pretty be much. fair to call him alpha and Beta. I'm, I'm sorry. That's yeah. what, that's what's going on. So this guy also filed a restraining order, and it was so similar. And he even wrote in the thing on the paper that it was showed, you can see in that video, that um, she has guns, access to guns. She threatened me. I'm afraid for my life because her ex-husband is still missing. Yes. I mean, he was like, literally, it was really like spooky. It was the same. Yeah, he's in this thing in his handwriting, 
He said he brought up her husband or her husband, and she said dead bodies. Yeah, can't she said talk. one day, "What happens if your husband would just show back up?" Oh, that's what it was. And she said, "Dead bodies can't talk." Yeah, and, and this then, is written out on the restraining order. Written on the restraining order in his handwriting, and he signs and everything. It also says they found bones on some some place, and she said, "I hope it's not on my property, or I'll be in deep shit." Yes, human bones. Yes. So that was not put in this documentary. I don't know why, but it's there. It's public record. Anybody can go look it up. It's, right. it's legit. That's what I'm saying. So that's there was two instances, and they only showed one. It only really takes one. Yeah. But come on, man. That's a pattern now. So, that's not a one-off fight. You know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> I really think Joe Exotic and everybody else is on to something They about absolutely this. are. Now, he seems to be be- believed that he was uh, buried under the septic tank. I mean, yes. he made the video about the tigers being fe- fed to the tigers. But then he got some new information about that septic tank. Right. And he's really honed in on that. And, of course, she would just go in and say, well, you know how that thing was put in two years before he got. <laughs> I mean, she had an answer for everything. Like, she was ready. And says she didn't have a chance to Everybody. Exactly. So, so her and her husband Don, this older man, old enough to be her dad, they got this thing going with the cats, and um, he is a multimillionaire. You never find out how rich he is, but what from five to twenty million, probably. Yeah, they, they based on all the different people talking. They based it, yeah, between eight and ten, I think, was what the lawyer and settled on. Dude, I'm telling you, he. He enjoyed the breeding part. I do believe yeah. Carol has an issue with it. I, I, I sure, I sure. do buy into that much. Even though on the VHS tape, she was telling people how to do it and how to take them from their mom and all this stuff, and how they make good house pets. I think maybe she started feeling bad about it, and and yeah, yeah, wanted to stop. Well, I have no done. problem with people who have made mistakes. Yeah, and then and then I they're mean, trying not... to right themselves. Sure, and uh, so I believe Don, based on all the other witnesses, wanted to go to what Costa Rica. Yeah, he was apparently traveling back and forth there all the time, and he loved it down there. So there's sent a lot of pictures of him down in Costa Rica, et cetera. And no regulations down there. Right. So you can so, buy, sell, trade, you know, these exotic animals. And, I, you know, I, I still it's still weird. I guess the word exotic, I don't know. <laughs> it seemed to me like she was bucking him on this. And so they how many argued people just, all the time. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. How many people would just, how many rednecks just go out in the woods and catch a bear to keep it home? I know. <laughs> I mean, is that it's exotic? So crazy. Is that not an exotic animal? I would call a bear an exotic animal. I mean, yeah, I, I, would I think really so. would. Yeah, and I'm sure there were some on the property because he had like, I mean, Joe had hundred, three hundred cats, and he had wolves and alligators and crocs. And, yeah, that's right. You know, all these other things. So that was just the focus was the cats, obviously. Yeah, and a snake or something. Yeah, he had a big. God, he had anaconda. Yeah. Had a fucking anaconda. You heard I and, said that when we watched yeah, it. I was like, giant. that's not like some boa. And that thing was fed well. An anaconda could swallow a fucking Dude. lion. Jesus and, Christ. Anyway, sorry. Well, no, I just, <laughs> I, it, based on what the thing says, is there was talk of divorce. Yes. And she, he had gotten this, tired of the threats or whatever, apparently. You what's know, the lady's like, name? His. His, uh, uh, oh, the 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 you're talking about secretary. His, his secretary assistant was um, Anne Anne Ann McQueen. Anne McQueen was the assistant who like the only person that he trusted with yeah. money and all that stuff. And I didn't say this out loud when we were watching it, but I'm pretty sure he banged her. He, he's a woman. Oh, uh, no doubt. And no doubt. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so he had her. I'm as not like, saying he's perfect. Either. No, <laughs> nobody's perfect in this fucking show. And uh, Ain't nobody perfect. She, she's, you know, her, the lawyer, his right hand man. All these people are saying, 
he was talking about divorcing her yep. and she wasn't going to get anything but like a house and a car and all this stuff. And, and he told Kenny, Kenny Farr was the guy who his right hand man assistant. It was yeah. like a right hand man, uh, handyman, handyman. Or something. Yeah. He's the one who the other person who said that he, you know, knew he had a lot of money, but he didn't want people to know about it. And he was a womanizer and he would bury gold, like literally bury yeah. money. He didn't want people to know that bad. So he was one of those old school guys. Yeah, let's bury this gold in the fucking yeah. backyard. I don't want any red. T- I don't want any you know, yep. paper trail. No paper trails. And so, so he was sketchy as fuck too. Yeah. I mean, don't get get us wrong. Yeah, that's right. And he so he he said, "I'm going to divorce her." And next thing you know, oh, he told Kenny that guy. Yeah, yeah. He said, "If I can pull this off, it'll be the slickest thing I've ever done." And he didn't know. He didn't go any further. And he got a phone call or something. He went away. He said, "That's the last thing he ever said to me." Yep. And so turns out. One day, um, he goes missing, but then they find out that like the night he went missing, Carol was found at three o'clock in the morning, broke down by right. some sheriff's officers. Had driven that van, apparently. The van that supposedly Don disappeared driving. Right. And her brother is a deputy sheriff. I mean, everything is just lined up just right for her. And then she says, uh, specifically, they were saying... She said on there to rebut that because she had plenty of chances, and she did. Uh, well, I didn't really know my brother, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I mean, yeah. blah. And then the same, I mean, literally the next breath, I, I couldn't believe he ended up being a cop. He was so shy. You yes. just said you didn't know him. That's right. You literally so, just said you didn't know him, yeah. and now he's so shy, you couldn't believe he turned out to be a cop. Exactly. Come on, man. And I she mean, told them she was out at 3 o'clock in the morning getting milk for the cats. Milk for the cats. And I was like, dude, come on, man. You don't go. You got a millionaire for a husband, and they drove her back home. And then that van was found at the airport. Right. So how did the van get from broken down to an airport, the private airport where all his, where he's? I think he had four or five Cessnas, small planes right. that could not make Costa Rica via gas. And mm. so that was out. And then, then speculation was he maybe he went out and crashed one because he had before apparently. But there's not a plane missing. There's not a flight log exactly. from the airport. Come on. Exactly. So, and his keys and briefcase was in it. Yeah. And so he just left without it. So he goes missing, and then next thing you know, the secretary's getting calls saying, hey, Carol's up here cutting locks, her and her dad. Yes. They're at the office, and they got this box that the secretary said were, were like so two different uh, wheels. Power of attorney. Power of yeah. attorney for both. She was and the then, secretary. Yep. And then Carol produces a new power of attorney. That's that's writ, prepared. It says by Carol, Mrs. Yes. Don Lewis. So she takes the two to be clear from that office that night, and they couldn't stop her because she was the wife. Right. And the secretary knew that they were under the desk in a box, two different versions. Yes. Yes. And this new one says, um, what un on the something about my disappearance. In, in the case, in of, the my case of my disappearance, disappearance yeah. which is Unheard of. Yeah, everybody usually says death. Upon my Upon death my or death. demise or something, that's normal legal speak. Not upon my disappearance. Right. And the, so even strange. the lawyer who was in this episode, the lawyer who they kept going to occasionally in the first couple anyway, said, in my 27 years of law, I've never seen that wording in a will. Right. Uh, you know, upon my disappearance. Because we all expect to die is what he said. Yeah. But nobody expects to disappear. That's right. <laughs> so. So 
this I'm not going to drag the whole episode, the whole series out this slow, but I want to just set everything up as far as this goes because we'll be talking about the murder. So yes, the excuse me, quote unquote murder, right? The alleged, alleged, alleged. murder. <laughs> she so yeah, basically, as soon as he disappears and she takes control, she fires everybody that uh, used to work for Don. Even yeah. before they got together, she gets rid of them all. Her and her dad take control of everything, and then and she's rich. She she's not quite rich yet. She has to wait five years. Oh yeah, that's right. There and, was something. And then on the five year and the, the first day after the five years was up, she has him pronounced dead. And yes. once he's dead, she's got the money. She's got complete control because she still obviously had the estate. She and had the, the estate. The zoo she was able to reap stuff. those benefits, right? But she owned, she got all the assets. So you him. have to wait five years, and then literally the day after the fifth anniversary, she had him declared dead in a death certificate signed. Yep, and then so she gets with Beta. <laughs> Sometime in between, she was with this other guy, Jay. Right. Then she gets with this Beta. Uh, what's his name? Howard. Howard. Howard, Howard uh, Baskin, and gets married to him, and <laughs> has him on a, coll- a collar and dressed <laughs> like a cheetah, I mean. and all this crap on their wedding photos. Yes, and so then they go on this um, rampage to take over the big cat industry. To get back to Joe Exotic, the main player here, one Dirty thing. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> perfect name like joe dirt <laughs> exactly the the thing is um he was doing his thing he was trying to teach kids about wildlife conservation and rainforest conservation and things like that right and he said he noticed you know he was having a hard time keeping their attention so he incorporated magic and big cats and stuff and he was yes. going to these malls and next thing you know the malls that were hiring him you know last season this season are saying no because they're getting all these emails. Right. Well, it's Carol uh, and her husband Howard. They're shut. They're getting people to. I'm not saying doxing or whatever, but they're just blowing up these malls and they're tracking. They're the, on the like almost like the cat thing. You they were about. yeah. They were they were tracking them and basically getting trying to get ahead of them, saying you know or I guess they kind of knew their route. Yeah, and saying. These people are exploiting animals for whatever, you know, it's dangerous for them to be having the, you know, they would tell them all this stuff, which is probably true. But once, what the point being that he was trying to do, at least I guess he believed at the time, yes, a good thing by using those animals because then you had their full attention for 15 minutes. Yeah. And, but, cause they're already out of the, of the wild. And they're now, already pulled from mama. And you can, you can understand to me, I can understand, say, I mean, cause he's got a tractor trailer. Like yeah, they had like a bus tour, or basically. Yeah, and and there's a lot of money that goes into this, right? So I could see him selling cubs, selling is are they cubs? Yes. Okay, yes. selling cubs to help build this. I really think he wanted to be legit in the beginning. I that's just my own take of it. I definitely think so I, in the beginning, and I think sure. he was. Um, he he might have probably sold some then, but I believe he was hoping to grow that into a huge thing, and then and when that season was over, then have the 
the place for to, to come visit. Right. And so that takes a lot of money. They were talking about what ten grand a year to feed a grown tiger. To, to it, the average was uh, ten grand a year to feed a tiger. He could feed a tiger for three thousand. Well, he figured that out. But later. He figured out how yeah. to cut costs mm-hmm. exactly. So that's and, and he had you know, at least at the the end three hundred big cats. And that don't include the wolves and the alligators and all this other shit. Just alone, he had three hundred big cats or so. But what what we know for sure is that his helpers. And and man, they would walk through walls for him. He rescued a lot of these people off the street. Yes, he hired a bunch of guys who didn't have anything. Nobody else, else were would hire convicts or felons in some way. Not necessarily all bad people. They had done some made some mistakes. Yeah, he and believed so in second chances. He it, said he did, and so he brought them on. And you know, and there might be a little bit of taking advantage too, because of course. he knows they can't say no. They can because they cheap. live there. They can work cheap. They work long hours. They don't get yes. a lot of money because you're. You're getting a free trailer. That's right. And the trailer, I mean, it's fucking nasty. Broaches. I think if you and I had it, it would have been a lot nicer. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh, yeah. These are some pretty sloppy people. They are. They are. And the thing is, I know because those people all said it, is that when she got his mall shit shut down. Yeah, he changed. He had to sell Cubs full bore. Yes. Then. So it became more and, of a full time instead of an occasional thing yeah, or whatever. It became like to a shack. We or have something. to now. We have to start breeding. Yeah, you know, and stuff he like that. He had to because to, he had all these people that needed him, and plus all these tigers needed to be fed, and he was right and housed. And so that it's, that's what I was saying earlier. It starts off as a thing where it's uh, you know trying to be a good thing and a and a positive thing for the animals, and ends up being. You end up becoming what you're trying to prevent. And on Carol's behalf, if I could say that, because I don't like this lady, <laughs> but I don't think she knew she had the foresight to see it, the problems no. she could cause. She saw an enemy. Yeah. And and, and, and shutting that down increased. Her, yeah, increased. It. Increased the mm-hmm. actual harm to the animals. Right. Exactly. And I don't believe she... Th- Saw that play. She wasn't looking a couple moves ahead. Exactly. And so that kind of brought it back to everything now is about the zoo. And yes. so we have to make this popular. So he started changing things there. Uh, you know, doing the, you know, obviously more breeding and selling, obviously stuff like that, but trying to, you know, doing, you know, they started the, he became the producer's a big guy role in this because he, yeah. the producer, his name was, uh, I'm sorry, I have everything right here. So many names. Rick Kirkman. Yes, I Rick, see the nickname Rick. you put. Um, oh, where's, where's my nickname? Nasal. Nasal. <laughs> this is Nasal. Uh, so Nasal was like, because we. Nasal talks like this. All the time, like this. He's got a cigarette right here. He's got a great TV voice, but he's nasally. It is. And so, and I remember him. I didn't recognize Mm -hmm. him until I saw the old footage. The old footage. When we were kids, he was on like, was it ABC or something? (laughs) Yeah, it was was pretty big. A bunch of different shows. Yeah, it showed him more. So he was an investigative reporter. So he ends up filming on Joe's Zoo and living there, essentially, a reality show. Right. And so he's got cameras on it 24 hours a day. And becomes his producer. That's what he calls him, my producer. You know, yeah. he's <laughs> Joe had a little uh, internet TV station. He called it. Yes, he started streaming. Yeah. It was a, he was a live streamer before <laughs> was. it was cool. He was a live streamer before there was a Twitch and before there was a YouTube. And the Kirkman guy uh, says, "Well, hell, I'll help his help him make yeah. that more professional, and I'll make a million dollars off the back off, footage, off the back footage, the back exactly. end footage of it." So he said. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to build you a throne. <laughs> a real throne? A real throne. And and you're going to be the Tiger King. And he became this character. That's this right. This caricature of what he already was. 
He was the type, and I really think that changed him. I really do. I do too. Because when he became that persona, everybody around him were there. He was the king of the they kingdom. Were so therefore, they were subservient, yes. and it became less about like kind of a brotherhood of, of rednecks I who agree. worked together. I totally and, agree. With and that. it became more of a you know obviously a I run this shit. If you don't like it, hit the road. And he said he fired people because the camera was on. He would fire them. Wow. Because the camera and that's was just on. not cool. It, it ain't. So he started becoming a, a completely different person, I think, from what he started. Which is out what as. kings do. And then, of course, exactly, <laughs> kings drink their own Kool Aid. Exactly, they become the lawmakers and everything else at the same time. And he said executioner, that. he did. He sure did. Say I'm, that. I'm the lawmaker, the executioner. I'm the uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm the gay redneck gun toting. I mean, he said yes. all that stuff. It's, it's it's such a character. Um, and I gotta say, you said this, and I and I think that's a good point. You said this proves that you know there people nobody has a problem with gay people gay characters no, gay i don't lead give a crap. characters i mean everybody's pulling for joe exotic and you know uh obsessed with joe exotic yeah you're not you're not is sure flamboyant you're not and, sure you're kind of you know, pulling for him though once yes. it goes on Right. You don't give a crap because nobody cares. Travis man. was the other his husband, yes. right? And he was the guy who I think he I think he actually committed suicide. There's some I know. There was some rumors it was an accident. I think he, he did too. I believe he did. I think he on purpose. I don't think you would say I don't think if you know that much about firearms that you say it won't fire with a clip. Right. It's a magazine that will fire if there's one in the chamber, regardless. After he had just said something about uh, y'all filming me smoking my last cigarette before he, I die. He just literally said that, and said, told the other and he, guy. And he had the other footage, footage from the uh, producer. Mm -hmm. From he had the footage from him saying when he kind of went off on a tangent, beating up on the van, and mm -hmm. he don't listen to me, and you know all yes. this kind of shit. So he was already going through some shit. Right. I want this to flow, but this thing makes stuff just come out of you. No, I, you yeah, know, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. That's thing, the way it is. That's the what you're watching. Tell me this. Tell me you don't b believe this. It, it, it depends on when this documentary was filmed. I can tell. Right. Because Joe ends up having some dust-ups with a bunch of different people that I'm sure we'll get into. Yes. But I believe, like, if, say, five years ago it was filmed, you'd have people singing Joe's praises that in this this actual documentary are talking crap about him. Yes. Because he's a likable guy. Right. And I think, like you said, after that persona became created... Yep. He started going downhill and rubbing people the wrong way. And more and shady then, stuff. Yes. And, uh, yes, all and that so stuff. I do believe it, that there could have been a time. And there's still people loyal to him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. It, it, that was surprising, the twist at the end, where a few people were not. Yeah. Including his, his other ex-husband, Toothless. Yeah. Because he mentioned um, that he uh, was his, which was it Travis? No, I'm sorry. I'm getting, am I getting somebody mixed up? Uh, John. John. Right, John's the toothless guy. Yeah, so John was the other husband because he had like a he had two a, husbands, kind of a cult thing going yeah. on with the king persona. Two husbands, and both of those guys were not really gay. Even the right. guy who committed suicide and John were not. Right, they they had said that many times. They had told other people. They came <clears> in <throat> young and all this stuff, and they kind of were. Excited about working with big cats and having a job doing that and a place to stay. And, and free drugs. Free drugs at the yeah. time. There was lots of meth use, obviously. Yeah. I want to say that, too. Uh, I did see a, that in that video, Toothless John. They didn't show him where he got his teeth fixed at the end. They right. did have some footage that apparently didn't show. 
Uh, and he wanted to clarify that they didn't, that his tooth loss was not from meth. He did used to do meth. He admits that. Yes, freely. But it was said it was a hereditary thing in his family, and he got his teeth fixed. Looks like a completely different Perfect dude. Perfect teeth. Got his tattoo covered up. Of course, yes. you saw that at the end there. So, yeah, nobody – so you, you like those guys for the most part. I know. They're, they're shady, and they do some, you know, I would say – bad things as far as the animals and what they're doing, but they're not like bad people. I, I people. totally agree. I thought it was hilarious when Joe was talking oh about when God. he met Travis. I was like, <laughs> how straight are you? <laughs> well, do you watch porn? Yeah. Well, do you like the big ones when, you, when, when they're doing them, or do you like the small ones? Well, I kind of like the big ones. Well, then you're not too straight. <laughs> the <way you> <laughs> That's went. exactly how it went exactly. down. Exactly. And then the story at the funeral, at the eulogy, I guess, where he sings again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe, stop singing. I'm sorry. Just stop. Stop with the videos, man. <laughs> but anyway, he, he sings and he tells the story. <laughs> you know, if y'all know, <laughs> y'all know Travis. You see, Hold put, on, I'll be leading yeah, you up to wait, it. Yeah, leave, he says, I got to remember. He gotta, says, uh, <laughs> Joe says, last four years of my, years of my life, <laughs> I'd we, ask that boy every day, why me? Oh, right. And he said, God put me on this earth to make you smile. <laughs> and then put them big old balls out and rub in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody that worked here knows you've seen his balls. <laughs> There's like gold nuggets to that boy. <laughs> we swear to it and practice this. We did and he not. had the biggest hands, biggest god awful hands you ever seen. He did. So he told this story, and then anyway, so then there was drama there too because only two months later he got he married the new kid. Dylan's the newest husband he married two months after Travis died, and and the another guy had left him. John had left him. Yeah, he, for, he, he was because he was with the girl. He got her pregnant. Got her pregnant. He had been messing with her the whole time. So anyway, the whole thing I guess is starting to get into other stuff. Is so he's in this kind of shady area now, right? And yes. then you have all these other shady characters. So you find out there's a whole underground network. I don't even know underground is the right word, but there's a network of these people. In the big cat business. Yes. So you have... Because his husband, the toothless guy, said he drove to all of them taking cubs yes, and taking would, tigers. He, and they were, they were like, um, almost had invoices. Yeah. For like, the, we had the states and stuff. But you had the biggest bastard to me in the whole entire show, and it's just my opinion, based off what I've seen and read, is Jeff Lowe. I agree. Uh, so let's, I'll tell you what, let me name, let's name a couple of those Go really ahead. quick. Go ahead. Yeah, yep. Jeff Lowe, uh, which is the guy who came in from Las Vegas, he's the guy who essentially pretended to be rich. And wanted to help and Joe he fight Carroll. Help Joe fight Carroll. So he had all this money. Pockets. He drove in to the, with the Ferrari. He would hang out in Las Vegas with some cats to get, let's face it, women. That's right. He, he said it himself. Yep. His wife, his girlfriend, now wife or whatever, they were swingers. I mean, it was all a big fucking hoax. Then you had uh, Doc Antle. Actually, in Myrtle Beach, I remember this place. Yeah, I know. Everybody that's been to Myrtle Beach heard of the Tiger Place down there. Yeah. Didn't have a clue. This was a straight-up cultist. He is a, it's a cult. I mean, straight-up cult. Um, he had three or four wives himself or concubines or yeah, something. And you had to have sex with him in order to reach enlightenment <laughs> and work with his tigers. Yes. I mean, really, that's what he said. All day, every day, work and with the tigers. No Vacations, no funerals. No funerals. You can't leave to go to Christmas with That's your family. Crazy. That's man. a cult. That is a cult. Uh, by the way, just a side note there: uh, when the documentary ended, for anybody that doesn't remember, they he he got raided in 2019. That park's now gone because he, of course, was buying and selling cubs. Right. And he had under fun, undercover footage apparently of him 
beating them and shit like that. When he is the one on there saying, yes. I love my, I you know, know, I ain't like everybody else. I ain't. Motherfucker, you just saying, they're all the same people with different names. Yeah. So those are the main, You well, you did have. And the Tony Montana guy. Yeah, Tony Montana. This was actually um, Mario uh, Tabar, Tabral, I believe, Tabral or Tabral, I'm not sure yeah. how to pronounce it. But this is actually Tony, Tony Montana's Scarface character they based the movie off of. I know, I had, I did not. I knew he was based off somebody, but I didn't know who. Right. He's like a Cuban uh, refugee who he was, came over here and yes. started selling he cocaine. He was a huge drug dealer, but he was an exotic cat dude. I'm telling you, it attracts these type of people. He got his first big cat from Doc Antle. Think about this. Mike Doc Tyson Antel. bought two tigers yes. when he was in his darkest days. Yes. What does that tell you about big cats? That's exactly what I talked to my dad about. I said, you know, Tyson, he is the kind of, he. you see why now. After watching this documentary, yes. I totally got why Tyson got him. Yeah, it's because it's, it's like some weird the, thing. It's like, that don't even make no sense. People who, they just have something missing a little bit. Something. Um, you have to you have to have this exotic thing. It's yep. almost like the guy, this, you know, you see the typical shit on YouTube or, or whatever, or on ads on Facebook or Instagram, how to get rich, whatever, and they're all driving Lamborghinis. Yeah. And they're just rented Lamborghinis. Right. It's the same thing. Same it's an thing. exotic car. Yep. Exotic something. In this case, a, a, a fucking tiger. Or yeah. Or a lion or a bear or am I. <laughs> and Tyson's tattooing his face. I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, on your face, right? Yeah, it's yes. really crazy. There's something There's something else going on there. And there's this one guy that uh, um, he dealt with that had a monkey on his shoulder the whole time. Tim Stark was Monkey Man. Monkey Man, And yep. he was the bastard who, at the end, ended up teaming up with Jeff for a little while after they got Joe taken down and arrested and all that shit, opened up this bigger zoo that never happened, apparently, even though they showed the footage of them having it almost done and taking animals out there. Yeah. They just, he finally left because he, he found out that Jeff was a fucking fraud. Yeah. And he was out there doing 100% of the work and funding everything, and Jeff never did anything. I know. He even said for a while, like, he, uh, he's, he's my, I'm his bitch. Yeah. Which was odd coming from him because he's a pretty straight-up dude. So... Pretty much everybody that we just named hated Carol because she was after all of them. Yes, hated Carol and PETA and, and quote-unquote animal rights activists. They pretty much let Joe be the patsy. Yet I, they all hated Carol, and I believe that they helped Joe be the fall guy, the patsy, whatever you yeah, want to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. They knew he was out there, and he would say and do anything. They knew he was liable to kill her. They knew he was liable yeah. to... Drop hand grenades and, on her freaking thing. Yeah, because he made these jokes all the time. And I think they were at first jokes. Yeah. Because I mean, he obviously went on YouTube, or not YouTube, Facebook at the time, and his streaming service, which is a website, I guess. And he said all these things. He made fun of her. He did the music videos. I mean, all that stuff. So I, I don't think anybody, and they said they didn't take it seriously ever. It was a joke until the end, of course, when the details started coming mm -hmm. about him supposedly actually hiring a hitman. But I believe the Doc Antels and the uh, Tony Montana guy, I think they would fan the flames a little bit. Oh, I yeah, think they no would doubt. pass information to Joe. Hey, this is what I heard she's doing. This is her diary. You know, do hear this Yeah, because they all and had an, a vested interest in getting her out of the picture. Yes. Because she was working with PETA and animal rights, animal rights groups because she's not one. She claims to be. She was trying to lobby Congress for the laws and all this kind of stuff. And so it was going to put them out of business. But her. Yes. Everybody but her. Everybody but like her. Like you said, she wanted to be the the queen of the whole damn thing. She did. Because she, she would have taken all queen. those tigers, because they're worth money in lawsuits, right? 
and moved him to her sanctuary. That's right. Which means another case. Then, if somebody wants to see a live tiger in the United States... They have to go to her. That's right. That's how she won the monopoly. And then once that happens, she charges more than $40. Absolutely, because it's the only place you can get it's it. It's the only one you can see a live tiger at. So, yeah, they knew he was a loose cannon, and I think they just played I, up. I think to they that. did too, because he was not the, you know, he's not the brightest bowl right. in the box or the sharpest tool in the shed or whatever euphemism you want to use. So, I think that's absolutely what happened. And then, of course, with the, with the Jeff Lowe, again, I think here's the thing about these people Tony Montana, Scarface, is the most normal person. Blew my mind. In this entire fucking, Blew my fucking docuseries. Mind. He the is guy, a cool cat. Think, think about that for a second. The guy that the movie Scarface is based off of was the most normal person. Who'd been to prison for chopping up a federal DEA agent. Didn't kill him. Right. But chopped him up. Right. Was in the room. And put drugs inside of animals, apparently. Yeah. It, it's, it's, some peri- it's crazy. He was the most normal dude in the entire show. Except for, I will say, two other ones. Just to kind of mention them really quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No legs, John. Yes, was I think he was a pretty cool dude, normal at, as they come. And at the very end, he was still pretty much on Joe's side. He mm. really like saw he saw through the bullshit. Is what happened? Yep. And the other one was the girl. Um, they called her. I ha, I'm sorry, I've got so many names in my head. She now. lost her arm. She lost her arm. She's the one who had her arm torn off, and then they were able to save it, and then she had to have her hand amputated. Kelsey. Uh, yes, Kelsey was her name. Saf was that was her Saf, name. That's right. Saf. Her last name was like Saf something. They called her Saf. Good she was completely person. good person. Uh, she was the only pure person that I saw. Yes, but as far as she you know, believed in that place so much she, that she was back. Yes, after the amputation in seven days. Right. Anybody else days. would have been thinking of how much money they could get. She was like, if I don't go back, it's going to be bad press. Yep, and it could for get the shut park. Down. It'll get it shut down because it looked like that it was a tiger. Because that's the way they labeled it, a tiger attack. Yes. And you know, it would end up being you know the feds going there, raiding the place, and killing them all. Yep. So she goes back to work. And I'm not saying immediately after, but after the amputation, five or seven days or yep. something like that. Exactly. Because she had, her arm literally came off. Yeah. But they saved that, and then after a while, they had to get rid of her hand or go through, like, it, she said, like, 20-something surgeries. Yeah. So she said, just cut it off. Yep. Went back to work. So she is the purest person, Kelsey. Level-headed. Yes, or Saf, Kelsey, whatever you want to call her, the purest person in this whole show. But as far as the main players, I'm saying Tony Montana, Scarface, is the most normal. It just blows my and mind. And he has a normal wife relationship. Normal relationship. Yeah. Normal he doesn't everything. have multiple wives or anything. They've no. been together forever. No no cults. It's crazy. It, it's insane. <laughs> the only thing is he lives behind a gate because of people like Carol. He doesn't want people in there yeah. messing with him. Yep. And he just he's just one of those people that has the animals but doesn't show them off. Right. There was a big to-do made about this picture of um, Carol Baskin's helpers with rabbits, dead rabbits. Yes, it came out. There's three volunteers, of course, and they're smiling, holding dead rabbits, and they got blood on their face. And so Joe used that as kind of propaganda. He's like, look, they're bashing rabbits over the head and smiling. And so then it cuts to Carol, like like we talked about earlier. She had a chance to rebut everything. Refute, everything. Everything was said. It went straight to her. Yeah. So she says, "No, what they didn't understand is that um, these people were smiling because we, you know before we could afford all this food, 
they they were happy that they they got these rabbits and their cat, their favorite cats were just getting ready to eat a good yeah, meal. They, like they couldn't eat a they could eat a partial rabbit before, right? But they're getting a whole and, rabbit now. Yeah, and so on my second watch, I was like, wait a minute, you have been a millionaire since day one that and, you've been involved exactly. in this, and then now and this place have, has been up and running for a, for a long, long time. time. So you can't tell me you can't say. Before we could afford something. Exactly. So that struck me. She just always had an answer, and it's what I was telling you before. At the part where, just to bring this little scene up, when Joe gets attacked by the tiger, by pulling on his shoe, basically. His shoe, yep. He was going, you know, I think people were saying that, you know, somebody put perfume on it to Mm -hmm. get him to kill me. Yep. And she said, and they went to cut to her. Yeah. And she said, perfume's just going to make him drool all over you. If you want to kill somebody, just rub some kind of oil all over him. That'll kill you. I was like, this damn woman just told you how she killed her husband. Yeah, I know. And I and I told you, I said, I never thought that. That went right over my she head. She just told you on national TV how to get a tiger to kill you. If you were in her shoes, would you ever say any Absolutely way not. to kill? You no. wouldn't say nothing. I would put a banana peel on the floor. You wouldn't say you, nothing. nothing. And she literally said that, like, and just with that smile, with I those know. eyes. Oh God! Perfume man. just make them drool. I just picture I'm picturing her face and her smile, and it just makes me sick. Just rub sardine oil all over his body. Yeah, that, some, exact, whatever it was. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that. It's like <laughs> did she just say that? I know, and I didn't even think she about. She gave that. herself away, man. I'm telling you right she there. Is she is a murderer, did. or she had somebody murder Absolutely. him. No, she's involved. No doubt about it. Because look, I I went to look. I went to look at other things. And she things. has the money to sue me for saying that. I know she does. Oh, yeah. But I truly believe that. that as, yeah, it's an opinion based off a documentary yeah. we were presented. It, that's right. And, I, and I, like I said, I tried to be fair and go look at her website, and I did go to in some of her videos. And then people were asked, because she's getting a lot of comments now, obviously, yeah. on, on Facebook and YouTube videos and stuff like that. And I went and looked at because people were saying, your cages are tiny, you're no different. The same things we're saying and I went and looked at some of these to be fair and try to see if there is something to her side. I don't know if it ain't no different. We right. saw those cages in the documentary. She tried to yes. claim they just showed the little feeding parts because there's yeah. a little section called a, a pop cage or something where it's attached to the main giant one where they come in just to feed. Just to feed, yeah. And they didn't just show that. They showed the whole they thing. Did. And they're... They tried to make these angles on this YouTube video where they're giant. And they might be big for like a bobcat. Exactly. But there's a lion and a tiger living in the same one. Come and, on, And man. Joe even rented a helicopter when he went and visited. And flew and over flew the place. flew over the place. So we got to see exactly how big it was. Exactly. And a lot of the fence lines, it's not impressive. I really believe Joe's was more impressive. I do now, too. Doc Antel's place is really impressive. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Because he has a huge compound for his whole cult and his animals. <laughs> exactly. He's got the room for elephants to and run that around. that dude, that one dude said, speaking to him, um, uh, I can't remember his name. The the guy I told you, that, oh, Tim Stark, Monkey Man. Yeah. Monkey Man got in business, were involved with him, because they all knew each other in some way right. for trading cats. <laughs> and said, I don't care how he got the tigers trained. I don't know how he got them women trained. I mean, this was a redneck, redneck. Dude. He didn't give a fuck. He, he was sitting there with his damn AR and a monkey on his shoulder. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette and, and that's the fucking way he talks. I mean, this, and, this is this is just right. crazy. How does Doc do it? I don't know. Do big cats really? That's a good thing for the comments. It really do is. big cats really turn women on so much that they will leave their family, change their name, not visit for Christmas, and go to live on a compound and and put up with multiple and wives. Work. 
uh, 16, 18 hour days, 20 hour days for and, and worship the fucking dude who owns it. Yeah. Just so they can be around big cats. I don't buy that. Mm-mm. Maybe for the first time for like a day or two right. or a week or something. That something ain't right about that shit. <laughs> and and the lady who escaped escaped or whatever. Yeah, there that's <laughs> right. There was a lady said, who escaped um, or left or whatever. She, she said, Barbara, Barbara Fisher. Doc Antill, he liked virgins or next to virgins. <laughs> right. He looks next to virgins. And of course you had to have sex with him to get near the tigers. Right. Or in, achieve enlightenment, yeah, I guess, you, or something. First you sleep in the horse barn with roaches in your sandwich bread. <laughs> but if you spread them legs, we're moving on up <laughs> to the east side. I mean, this is Christ. I mean, how much more blatant can you get? It's a fucking tiger cult. I mean, but what? But hey, that, that what's goes his back. name said it too. The guy we hate so bad, uh, Jeff. Jeff, Las Vegas, J- Las Vegas. Jeff. He said it too because him and his <clears throat> wife are swingers. What did he say? A, a little, little pussy, pussy gets you a lot of pussy. a lot of pussy. Yeah, what he straight up said in front it's of his like swinger Spanish wife. Fly for women, I guess. I I, I don't know. Tiger Please, cubs. somebody in the comments enlighten us. I mean, seriously. How does I mean I, we talked about some cult stuff before in past, past podcasts, so I know there's other aspects, but I mean what in because because the Jeff guy was going to Vegas, right? His whole point for Vegas was to get laid. He was sneaking these right. Cubs in to in these Louis casinos bags. in bags, and he got busted for that too, and did some time. And um, I think they gave him probation and promised not to do shit for a year and no legal issues and whatever. And he was still doing all this shady shit when he had already bought into Jeff's. Uh, I'm sorry to uh, uh, Joe's zoo and tried to take over, but he had the parties upstairs and all the women would come up there and pet cats and he'd get to pet their cat. I mean, (laughs) that's exactly what the fuck he was doing. Here, kitty, kitty. (laughs) Do you think all these dudes were Tarzan fans when they were kids? Oh my God. I don't know. That's a good question. That literally just hit me. Oh. They wanted to be Tarzan so <laughs> bad and have Jane and I a get, monkey. I guess so. You know, that's and a good rule point. These big cats. That's a when great I was point. in high school, dude. Bill Blass underwear had these zebra skin, <laughs> cheetah skin, tiger stripe. I had a bunch of um, oh. bikini briefs. Oh my god! I would wear them, <laughs> dude. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Did you just say on the podcast that you? <laughs> Yes. That you just wore, and, you wore animal print bikini briefs. Dude, all the freaking time. I was skinny as a rail, long hair, pale. I was just like a damn, you know, I don't know. But okay. my buddy's dad, he would open the door and wake us up to go to school. And he'd, and he'd see us laying in there and he'd walk out and be like, God dang. <laughs> He's wearing fucking zebra pants, zebra panties today. <laughs> Oh, geez. He would yell it to the whole house. He's wearing fucking zebra panties. You got time for a quick story? <laughs> <laughs> but I was just going to say, I oh, my shit. tiger stripe panties <laughs> never helped me with chicks. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to have the real thing. I, I, apparently. Yeah. I mean, we're, <laughs> I mean there, obviously there's something about animal print. I mean, that was a huge thing. Still is, All I guess. All of them. Uh, oh. For a long time. I remember... This house used to be covering animal print shit years ago. <laughs> Glad that shit's gone. Dude, it did. But that was a thing. I forgot about that. So it's You're always right. been appealing to people. It has. So I guess the real thing is, I don't know. It does. You moist it? or something? I, I'm not I sure. I think it does. I, I'm, just, I'm just asking. I mean, seriously. But <laughs> How straight are you? 
I got tigers. Well, I don't know. Do you got a tiger? <laughs> Jesus. And some bunk beds? <laughs> oh, yes. I got, I got cheetah that was printed for, sheets. That was for Mazuma. Mazuma, that was for you, man. Oh, Lord. But anyway, I mean, look, I think most people have seen this. This was... I don't know really what else. I think we pretty much went through the major points. I mean, it so, was just it was just insane um, with all these different. You you find out the the under, kind of the underbelly of American yeah. black markets. It's and insane. So yeah, basically, all of it came to a head. Joe is now in prison for hiring somebody yes. to kill Carol, which I don't really believe. I don't did. believe it either because uh, honestly, it goes back to what I was it, saying. It goes back to the Allen guy. Let's really quickly say that just to make sure uh, that's covered. Is the Allen guy who came in with Jeff, his right hand man? Yes, he became the work. You know, because eventually Jeff took over the place. Yeah, right? he took over the place. And during that time, Jeff, uh, the Allen guy that was his right hand man, did not get along with Joe. They he hated him. And Allen had a tattooed tear. And Allen had the that's right. He was he was tattooed tear man. You and know, you know what thought, that's supposed to mean if you have a tear tattoo. Yes. If it's if it's filled in solid, it means right. you killed somebody, or it means you just went and got a tattoo. Either way, <laughs> the point being that apparently the whole idea was that he paid he you know he basically hired him to go kill her. Right. Okay. So in his trial, he goes and says, I was going to Florida. He came up with $3,000 because that's what the feds needed was a payment. He was yeah, supposed to give me right. five. He gave me three, and I went down anyway. And then uh, and then he says later on in the documentary, I guess I just chickened out, and I went home and started partying. So he went to South Carolina and never went to Florida. Right. The phone calls that were on the documentary between Jeff and Allen, he straight up says, I never went to Florida. I never planned. I wouldn't have killed that bitch for a million dollars. I know. And he perjured himself. So the documentary and has actual evidence that was all bullshit. So now, behind bars, you know, uh, Joe is now suing. His, he's got a countersuit for 90-something million dollars against these people. He's called for the Trump administration to commute his sentence yeah. and all this. I mean, like he's serious about it, I'm sure. And, and Fucker ran for president and governor, by the way. These too. people, what they did is they jumped on Joe's coattails and said, Yes. He has done and said some of the craziest shit about her. Yes. That They'll people, believe anything. People, because he, he basically dug his own grave. He did. He wouldn't he, keep his he, mouth shut. He would not keep his mouth shut. Now, so yeah, regardless uh, if you believe it or not, I mean, he did say some stupid shit. The jokes were way overboard, obviously. Right. And he would just go on Facebook and say it. He would even put, put, post the pictures of her place on from Google Maps. I know. This is where she is right now. I can get her from right here. <laughs> yes. Why would a murderer... She rides her bike down this trail. <laughs> you could get it with a crossbow right there. Nobody ever seen it. Dude. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. So, I swear, man. You know, this, he, he... Let me just say this. He's guilty of loose lips. He absolutely is. And, and bad and, judgment. And, 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 yeah, he's done some bad things. Like, I'm not saying, like, let him out of prison for... You know, he should serve time for the animal shit because he did kill tigers. Let's yes. just face it. He did do right. bad things. He sold them... He traded them. He, he bred did. them, and he killed some. Um, but but that's better than serving seventy nine. Exactly. Years, I know? do not believe in a thousand years that he sent somebody seriously to kill, and then when he actually admitted it on fucking right. on the. So I'm not sure why with this documentary out and that evidence that they have not start reopened that case because he has got a legitimate shot now. I think so because they said that they added on all the um, animal stuff. To make sure, because they knew that wouldn't stick. And you know how that works. We just talked about don't fuck with cats a couple months ago. Yes. 
You people online don't care about people fucking each other, but you fuck with an animal. And dude. And you are fucked. Yes. They're going after you. And that whole documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats, was As about is, that point. That's right. And it it's true. And this is literally about big cats. I mean, so we saw what happened to Michael Vick. Exactly. You don't so, fuck with animals, period. No. And uh, and I agree and with that. I but do. they tacked on those things, the animal charges with the attempted well, the hitman charge. So, so I don't buy it. I'm calling bit. Kathleen Zillner. I'm gonna get <laughs> Joe out of there. <laughs> she would get him out. I mean, look, that documentary almost to me gets him out. I know it really does. Yeah. And I will say though that the sheriff, when I looked up as well, the sheriff in that county in Florida has now re, uh, not reopened the case. It's still considered cold, but reopened the tip line for tips for the missing husband uh, of Carol fucking Baskin <laughs> <laughs> because. Come on, man. Yeah. And There's a lot of people starting to see things and look up shit now. and yeah. It needs to be reopened. Yes. His kids, man, they're, they're older told, than us. That's what I told you. If you have a missing persons case, and she was a suspect, mm-hmm. and they searched her compound, her zoo, her, what, you know, her safety refuge place, they didn't dredge that pond, that giant fucking right. bog and lake out there and all the swamps around. They didn't even look. And you know what dude, I mean? Dude, you said this when we were watching it. She was trying to say... He has dementia. You oh, said yes. if they thought an old man wandered off with dementia, they would dredge that lake. Absolutely. It's just that's just the way. That's just that's standard what procedure. Happens. Yeah. If a if a if a somebody with dementia or Alzheimer's or something wanders around, and and they can and they have done it before, especially on that property, and there's lakes or you know dangerous areas, they're going to be looking in the bottom of valleys and lakes. They're going to do all that stuff because they think okay, the old man wandered out. He fell somewhere, hit his head, or he fell in right. on the pier. He's floating around. He's at the bottom of this fucking lake. Yeah. No, they didn't look in the lake. And I would say to her, well, ma'am, if you think he has dementia, why are you letting him fly himself to Costa Rica exactly. uh, or, you exactly. know, by himself right. and all this stuff and stay down there for a day? Why, why is there not some kind of you know safety system? And You're a millionaire. Safety system in the house so you know when the doors are I mean, he had, right. he had alarm systems because you were already – you felt like you were under attack by Joe – you already said you had security cameras everywhere and all this stuff. Nothing adds up. I, when you sit there and think about shit, it don't make any sense. And I want to say one more good thing about Joe. He must be one hell of a trainer because yeah. he's hiring people off of Craigslist. Yeah, we got and somebody. dude. Eric, Eric Cowley yes, is he, Craigslist. He That's the long hair dude. He saw a job right. on Craigslist, and he's been, a freak, he's been working with tigers and lions for four years at least. Yes. So I just, I think that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, either A, they're really tamer than you think. Yeah. And easy to work with. B, the dude, Eric, is a quick learner. Right. (laughs) Or C, Joe is a hell of a trainer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure because he started so early and young that he probably learned all this stuff. Right. When it was a kind of a thing and it wasn't illegal. So uh, I have no doubt about that. But again, the underlying thing is, and I'm glad they brought up in the last episode, the very ending was, you know, nobody wins this. Nobody, nobody won here. They think right. that she thinks she won because of Joe and then, you know, uh, fucking Jeff the Bastard, low Las Vegas man, thinks he won because he's out of the picture. But then Tim dumped him and he really don't have any money now. Right. He's broke. He's wanted in Las Vegas now or Nevada, I guess I should say. And it's ultimately about the cats. It is. And, and it's they didn't win here. Different levels of bad. It so is. So there's no heroes and villains. That's right. They're all bad. Exactly. It's just some are way worse. 
Some and, are way worse. And I'll tell you, if they were all clean-cut, well-spoken, people would not be watching this as much. No, no. They want to see the train wreck it of these. It is a train wreck. Drug-using, gun-toting, you know, in Joe's case, gay rednecks, this as he called himself. This has everybody. It is. It's such, a, it's such a cast of characters that you can't stop watching. <laughs> But um, I mean, I'm I'm glad that they did put in the the stuff at the end about the actual tigers and how many are in captivity. Yeah, because that's the ultimate thing. If this was a show where this woman or any woman, whoever, any man would go and they would take a stand on, you know, these I guess backyard zoos, and you're trying to get them shut down and you rescue them and take again these tigers and lions and whatever out to these big some big sanctuary. Yep. Where they're taken care of, or if you want to charge admission for people to see them, sure, have no problem. But you have to drive through their home, just like you see the safaris in Africa. Yes, if you it go would be to that a, big, exactly, that you go on safari, exactly. And, see them. and there's plenty. They're they're rich enough to buy that land. They are. One last thing, because I feel this winding down. One last thing I want to say that I was really heartbroken over is because through all this, how cringy Joe was. In his lifestyle, yeah. I, mean, I was saying, <laughs> this guy has a. These are cheesy songs, but he has a great country voice. Oh yes, right. I mean, right. really good. Like I could hear some George Strait tones in his voice, and then I find out that he just kind of overdubs his voice onto somebody else's voice. Yeah, he I didn't even know that. Was that songs. in the documentary or something else? No, it's been. Okay. It's been. Those guys came forward. That they wouldn't mention. Yeah. Yeah. That, yep. Because I didn't and think said it, it comes sound, off like I, him. I didn't say that when we started watching it, but when we, because, you know, it opens up with this, what the fuck is this? Because you're watching this goddamn cowboy, fucking redneck, gun toting, gay boy singing country. And I'm like, what is, what is this video, this cringy ass video? But and I was like, that don't sound like him. As cringy as it was, his voice, you could see, you'd be like, why are you singing I Saw a Tiger? You could be singing country tiger songs. Tiger Saw, man. <laughs> Damn, that's just Dude, so... that was stuck in my head for a couple of days, oh, man. And then they closed out episode seven with it when it was going off, and it really got in your head. They played the whole thing. I went to sleep thinking about when Tiger Saw, man. When they closed it out, it fit. It for did. some reason. It, it fit. But I'm glad they closed it out, showing the Tigers, nobody won, kind of that theme yep. behind it, like... Because you had all these, I mean, really just assholes, and they all thought they won because Joe was, you know, he took over, but now he's broke. Yeah. Uh, she's, you know, now she's getting the backlash she deserves, and she's going to be investigated, right. I hope. Um, and he's behind bars, of course, and I think there may be something happening with the whole murder. We'll see what happens with that, but um, Guys, nobody won. No. Nobody won. I mean... We all won in the sense of just entertainment, but yeah. you almost feel bad because there are a bunch of tigers suffering, <laughs> I guess. They talk about it costing $10,000 a year to feed a tiger. Oh, my One Lord. tiger. She was making, just off of Facebook, 26000 every two weeks. So she could feed two and a half tigers for a whole year yes. every two weeks. At full price. Now, of course, Joe. Just from Facebook. Of course, Joe Exotic. Is Joe. the man and found a new a way to lower food costs. Yes, he did. I forgot to even mention that earlier. He, hey, you know how people when you waste food they say there's starving kids in Africa. It Joe Joe took advantage of it. <laughs> he did because apparently, all right here and that is true. We'll say it really quick when we get out of here. When you go to the grocery store and you pick some meat up, and if it's been out, I don't know what the time limit is. I think it's like a couple minutes. You take it to the front, and let's say your thing gets declined or you decide you don't want it. Right. They can't put it back. Yeah. And if it goes expired, obviously. Right. So there's a big trucks from Walmart and grocery stores that get shipped out, and they usually throw it away. Yep. 
Joe got the meat. So, yeah, if you've ever thought, man, they're throwing away all that meat, that sucks, yeah, that people, it can't go to some something. Some people are actually getting it. It goes to something. It does. It's not just tigers, I'm just saying. Right. It feeds tigers. It and feeds, people. Yeah. It does feed Tiger people. workers. Yeah, tiger workers, because they <laughs> went through the trucks first and said, oh, that's that's still frozen. Yeah. I mean, it might be three days old, but it's good. It's still yes. frozen. And they took the whole goddamn chicken home. Right. Or whatever, turkey, anything. So they got truckloads of meat, and that's how he cut his food costs down to $3,000 a year. Yeah. Because he got free food from Walmart. And meat. whole I mean, just a whole shit ton of meat. I would say that I would put this right now. It, like if somebody was in quarantine and they, they wanted something to binge, would this be your top? Absolutely. Me too. I, I, I'm telling my you, my look, top recommendation. I, told, I called my mom and I said, you have to watch Tiger King. She said, I've heard about it. I don't know what the, fuck, what the hell that is. Watch it. Just fucking watch it. You won't know what you're watching. Right. No, you Because you won't know until like episode six. It, it, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Together. You will be like, next, next. Because it's just... It's, I mean, it's hard to put into words. Yeah. It's such a train wreck and a crazy-ass story, but it's, it's I mean, I love it because it, it does expose a real issue, and I, and I do hate that issue because at the, at, the, at the heart of it, I don't like the idea of cages and zoos and these things. I like, like I said, big open, you know, four, 5,000-acre things, fine, but that's not the case. And Carol fucking Baskin... Ain't helping. Mm-mm. She's doing. I, I'm sorry. I won't repeat that again. But she's, you can see the crazy in her eyes, dude. I'm telling you, it's fucking Hillary. I'm just. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, guys, this podcast is uh, it was sponsored. That we forgot to mention our sponsor earlier by yes. Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Frosted <laughs> Carol, they're great. <laughs> hey Tony, how does my husband taste? <laughs> He's great. <laughs> I needed a box. Damn it, Dustin. Why didn't you bring your box? <laughs> but no, anyway, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Uh, we didn't want to do a full recap. We just want to you know, put our thoughts into the, like the major things and some of the, I mean, just, it's just insane. Dude. I still don't know if I fully wrap, wrap my head around it. Please, but. somehow. I know you don't like editing, <laughs> but please somehow fit Eye of the Tiger music Oh, in. yes. At oh, least yeah, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. They started playing that, too, in episode seven. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, it, I thought it was going off right then, but it didn't. Um, yeah. They, played oh, they the, did. That's it right. Was when, That's it was, right. It was, when, it was when Snitch, uh, which is, we didn't mention him, James Garrettson or something, Snitch, he was the one who worked with the feds. <laughs> the big dude who, like... Came in from nowhere and just, he looks like a fat Dutch boy. Dude, He's got he, oh my god! I mean, I don't know what the fuck they played. Eye of the Tiger with him riding jet skis. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? What do you? This dude just came in trying to make money. He was a shady motherfucker, like the rest of them. He was he was working both sides. He was playing both sides of the fence. I don't like none of these bastards. I know man. they're all fucking horrible people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, tell all the hunters, <laughs> put down your gun. Oh my god, I don't even I love it, dude. Oh, I'm gonna get that album. I'm buying it. Me now. too. Support hashtag free Joe Exotic. That it, is a hashtag, by the way. People are saying that's gonna be the hit Halloween costume. Oh, I believe yes, it. Absolutely, man. Uh, hey, and Tiger Prince making a comeback. I'm gonna get some Damn. panties. We should have invested in some kind of stock for Tiger oh, Prince. Gosh, yes, shit. Cause I didn't I think heard, about that. I heard Purell stock is through the roof right now. Oh, absolutely. Saw it on the news. I'm sure. No doubt about it. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, again, this, this podcast is available <laughs> on SoundCloud, Podbean, Google Play, <laughs> iTunes, and Spotify, as well as YouTube. But yes, leave us comments, please. 
in the uh, YouTube comment section. Let us know what you think and what you thought of this crazy whatever. And I'm sure we missed a few things, but we don't want to do a full recap. You've seen it. It was. <laughs> I'm thinking of him rubbing his balls on his face now. This is just the craziest show I could it, ever. It's imagine. absolutely insane, man. I just I can't fully wrap my head around it, but uh, I guess in the end it does have a message. <laughs> it's the best. Funeral speech you could ever imagine. If somebody's talking about it, your balls at your funeral, is. I mean, I'm serious. It really is. And the thing about it is, they kind of. I did appreciate. You, you realize that after it ends, it it's like the way they edited the the edited the uh, docu series or whatever is while it's going through like the beginning and the end, but all through the middle, it's all about the crazy assholes in this whole drama. But it. They, and you almost forget about the tigers and the lions and the animals. Right, right. But at the it end, that. it yep. comes back to say, you know what? This is what it's about. Everybody else. Props everybody to else, the it does to, to the, the documentary makers it, for doing that. Exactly for starting and ending that way. I think they did that on purpose. I think it was a good style. Yeah, you get um, lost. You get lost bit. in the people, and then he comes back and says, "Everybody loses here." The main ones being these animals yep. in the cages. Yep. So I thought that was really cool the way they did. I'm pretty sure that was on purpose because you do almost forget like what's the hill. Is it, you know, right. and then you go, oh, shit, tigers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so.